Welcome to episode 92 of the Business Fabulous Podcast. And today we are talking about live audio and video marketing tips for your business. Stick around for all the details. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coached thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses and I saved them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Welcome back to the episode. Today, we are talking about live audio and video marketing tips for your business. Easy, easy, but very strategic and super important to know about tips to make your live audio and your video marketing really grow your business, to grow it effectively and efficiently. All right, ready? You might want to take notes. Here we go. The first thing is immediately give value. Immediately give value. Now, Really, this doesn't matter if it's live or if it's not, because if you're creating a video for YouTube, you better get their attention within the first three seconds or they are done and they are on to the next video and they may never come back. So you want to make sure that you are giving value immediately. If you're on Clubhouse, for example, or Green Room or Twitter Spaces or Facebook's deal, whatever their live audio thing's called. If you're in any of those spaces, you need to be giving value straight away, right from the beginning. Don't tell people that you're waiting until more people come into the room. That is incredibly rude for the people who are already there. Don't do that. Don't say you're waiting for people. That really is an insult to the people who are already there. It truly is. I know you're not trying to be insulting. I know you're not trying to be mean. I know you want to make it more worth your time, but the people are already there spending their time. So focus on the audience. Don't worry about how many people are there. Whenever I do a live stream video or a live audio room, whether it's on Clubhouse or elsewhere, if there are two people there, I start. Two people, that's it. And I'm starting and I'm giving value. And you know what? If people come in five minutes later, guess what? Those two people got five minutes more of value that the rest of the crowd's not going to get. That's life. You snooze, you lose. That's what it is. I am not going to insult the people who are there right off the bat and make them wait for other people who decide to come in later. I'm not going to do that. That's a really bad customer experience. And you need to be thinking about the people who come into your rooms whether it's your Facebook Live or your Twitter spaces or your Clubhouse room or your Twitch or YouTube Live, whatever it is, when people are there, give it to them. Give them value. When they are there, give them value. Okay, so that's number one. From the get-go, give them value. Number two, you need to think ahead of time. Are you going to take questions? Are you going to allow people to ask you questions and are you going to give the answers live? Now, there are lots of different ways that you can do this. You can have them send the questions in ahead of time. 
right? So you can have them like on your Instagram stories, you can do a question box and have them send in the questions that way. You can have them email questions like on one podcast episode, you could say, okay, on episode whatever, maybe two episodes later, I'm going to be answering your questions and I'm going to do it live, but now's the time to email me your questions and email me at and tell them where to send their questions. So that's another way to do it. You can have them leave you questions on your speak pipe, for example. You could set up some other way for them to give you questions, or you can do a clubhouse room and say, hey, anyone who's got a question, raise your hand, pop up on stage, give me the question that you want me to answer in my next podcast episode. And I'll just do an AMA, ask me anything. And then you take the questions live from that clubhouse room. So the people who are in the clubhouse room, that's a great perk for them that they're there. Not only do they get to create the question for you, they probably, in my opinion, they should be hearing their names on that podcast episode when you do the AMA. So you're not just getting the questions. You're saying, okay, what is your name again? How do you spell it? And then they'll say, oh, then you could say, oh, well, Carla asked this question, blah, 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 right? And so you get to hear your name shouted out on the podcast episode. That would be really fun. So are you going to be taking questions? Are you going to take the questions live? Are you going to have people send the questions in some way and answer the questions either on the podcast episode or maybe you're videoing the podcast episode and you're doing the questions, you're answering the questions live, but you already knew what those questions were ahead of time? Or are you just taking questions on the fly? How are you going to do it? How are you going to take the questions and how are you going to answer the questions? And sometimes people will do live rooms and they will not take questions from the audience at all. I find that mm, a little frustrating as an audience member, because if I know that they're going to be answering questions, but I see that they're not taking any questions from anybody who's in the audience, I'm wondering like, where are they getting these questions? And if they said that people wrote them in ahead of time or whatever, okay, that's fine. But if they don't, then I'm like, hmm, where'd they get those questions? So I really like it. And I think it it means more because it really speaks to their authority and how much they really do know about their topic when they can take questions live in the moment. Because if somebody comes up to your stage, whether it's virtually or in person, if they come up to the stage and they ask a question and you answer the question right away, you don't have time to research the answer. You don't have time to ask somebody for help. You are giving your real knowledge in that moment live. That shows that you know what you know. It really does speak to your authority. And it's, it's a great way to position yourself as an authority in your field. It really, really is. It's, I, I think it's really important to do that. That's how I built my entire business was that way. On Periscope, which is the same as Twitter Live, I went live three to seven times a day and I would just answer people's questions. So I would give them help and then I would say, you know, let me know if you've got a question. At that time, it was, you know, put it in the chat and they would put the question in the chat and I would answer the questions live. That was it. So it was very obvious to my audience, extremely obvious to my audience that I knew what I knew because I was answering those questions live. I wasn't researching. I wasn't Wikipediaing anything. I wasn't Googling anything. They asked me the question. I gave them the answer. Just like I do in clubhouse rooms every day, just like I do on Facebook Live all the time, just like I do when I do masterminds 
or when I do a live stream in my Facebook groups, all of it, right? They ask me questions live. I answer them live. I don't know what the questions are ahead of time. So I think that really is the best way to position your, your knowledge, your authority. Okay. But regardless, however you want to do it, or if you want to do it at all, you have to have that figured out ahead of time. So you have to know what the flow of the video is going to be, what the flow of the room, if it's like a clubhouse room, or what the flow of your Facebook Live is going to be, or your YouTube Live, your Twitch, or whatever it is, right? So how's that going to go? Are you going to give information up front and then open it up for questions? Are you going to give information up front and then take the questions that people have emailed to you and not take any questions live? How are you going to do it? You need to know all of that ahead of time. And I think it's really important to let the audience know from the beginning, kind of the agenda, sort of how it's going to work. And so every single day, for example, when I do a clubhouse room, which is every day, I always say at the beginning to whoever's there, whoever's not there doesn't hear it, but whoever's there at the beginning, I always introduce myself and I always say something like, if you're not familiar with my rooms, I will give some information up front and then I will open it up for questions and then I'll give some more information and I'll open it up for more questions. So at any time, if you've got a question about anything, be sure to raise your hand and I'll let you up on stage so you can make sure to get your question answered. So they know from the beginning, oh, I'm going to be able to get my questions answered. And they know from the beginning, oh, okay. So she's also going to be giving me information and then answering my questions. It's not just like the whole, you know, Q&A the whole time. So I think it's really important to give the audience kind of a a little flavor, a little idea of how this is going to work because you're going to do it different from other people. Everybody does these things differently. And I think it's really important to let them know how you're going to do it. If you are not doing live, even though we're talking about live here, but just I thought I would add it. If you're producing a video like for your YouTube channel or something like that, I think it's also important to let them know, you know, first I'm going to talk about this and then at the end I'm going to, right? So that they know what to expect. And then they also know what they're going to get at the end and and why they want to stay to the end. Okay. I think that's really important. Then I also want you to think, do you plan on repurposing your content at all? Now, I do not record any of my clubhouse rooms. Not one of my clubhouse rooms has been recorded, and I don't even know that I ever plan to. But instead, I do reproduce those clubhouse room topics that I've done and include the people's questions in the topic, and I record videos, and then I put them in my membership site, my social media marketing cafe. So that's where you can get all of the recordings of my clubhouse rooms in the cafe. Now, if you are going to record your clubhouse rooms or if you're doing a Facebook Live, you can repurpose that recording. So if you're doing a Facebook Live, you're recording it, whatever you're using to record, even if you're recording organically on Facebook, you can download that video. You can download that MP4. And if you're using StreamYard, like I'm using StreamYard to do this right now, if you're using StreamYard, StreamYard will render an MP4, that's the video, and an MP3, that's audio. So you could put both of those things in your membership site or your course, or you can repurpose them in other ways. You can make audiograms, you know, you can cut it up and make little, little video teasers for your podcast. There's loads of ways that you can do it. And so I think it's really important to think ahead of time 
are you going to repurpose your content? I think it's really important to think before you even start recording, how am I going to be using this? And not how can I use it once? Please, dear God, do not think how can I use this one time? Think how can I use this again? How else can I use this? How are you going to repurpose your stuff? Whether you put it in a membership site or you cut up the video and you use that for teasers for your podcast or for whatever it is, whether you use part of that and you make it into an audiogram, how are you going to repurpose it? Okay. Now, when you are doing your live audio or your video, oh my goodness, this is so important. Everything that I told you is important, but this might be the most important of all. Who is your audience? Who is your target audience? Who are you speaking to or to whom are you speaking? Who are you talking to? Who are those people? What do they want? Are you giving them what they want in the content of that live audio room or in the content of that video? Are you giving them what they want? Because as long as you are, as long as you give them what they want, as long as you are speaking the language of your people, I don't literally mean the language, I mean use the words, the terms, the phrases, the stuff that they'll recognize, speak their language, talk like they talk, use those words. Don't don't use big long medical words, you know. Don't just speak normally, speak like they speak. Use language that they would recognize and give them what they want. Give them the answers to the questions that they're thinking about. And you should know your audience to know them well enough to know what it is that they're thinking about. What do they want help with? What do they want? What are the problems that they're having that they need help solving? That's what they're coming to you for. That's the content that you should be doing time and time again, every single time you do a clubhouse room or you know any type of live audio, any type of live video, you should be giving your audience exactly what they want and you should be speaking their language. You should be speaking in ways that they are like, she is talking to me or he is talking to me or, oh my God, that's exactly what I was thinking. How did they know? Because you know your target audience well enough. You know what they want and you're speaking in a language that they resonate with. Otherwise, let's say that you are a physical therapist, okay? I'm just making this up. Let's say that you're a physical therapist. If you're a physical therapist for other physical therapists, I don't know why you would be, but if you are, you can go ahead and use all those big terms. You can use all those physical therapy industry terms. But if your audience is not filled with other physical therapists, then you better use terms that we can understand, like knee, shin, thigh, words that we know. Don't use fancy anatomy book words because we might not know what you're talking about. Now, you can say it and then say where that is, as it's located kind of in the middle of your thigh. Okay, well, I, I know where the middle of my thigh is. I might not know what that fancy word is, right? I might not understand femur. The only the first time I heard femur was when I was pregnant because something about the femur bone and that determines something about how big your baby, I don't know. It's, I don't even remember. It was a long time ago. Something about femur. And that was the first time I'd ever heard the word femur. I, I was a teacher. We didn't study anatomy. 
So don't use words that your audience isn't going to recognize. Use words that your audience will resonate with so that they see themselves in the language. They see themselves in that content and they can relate to you as you're speaking. Super, super important. All right. I hope this has been helpful. I want you to have very successful live audio rooms. I want you to be able to successfully market your live audio and your live video. I want you to be able to grow your business like I have with audio and with video. And it's totally possible. You can absolutely do it like gangbusters, but it does take strategy. You have to have things set up ahead of time and you have to really think about how is it that you want this flow to be? How is it that you want the room to go? Are you going to take the questions? Are you not? How are you going to start the room? How are you going to end the room? Where do you look in the camera if you're doing a video? You know, all of those sorts of things. Have all of that figured out ahead of time, and then you will feel so much calmer and you will have more successful live audio and video rooms. All right, let me know what you think of this episode. Please let me know if you have questions at any time. Feel free to email me, listener at bonnielfrank.com. You can also leave me a message, a voice message, if you'd like to. I would love to hear your lovely voice, and I will answer your message right away. You can leave me a message on my SpeakPipe. You can go to speakpipe.com forward slash business fabulous, or you can head over to my podcast page, on my website, bonnielfrank.com forward slash podcast or bonnielfrank.com and click on podcast. Then you'll be on my podcast page. And right in the middle of the page, there's a bright orange button. Click that button, talk into whatever device you're looking into where you see that orange button, whether it's your tablet, your iPad, your iPhone, your Android phone, your computer, whatever it is, wherever you find that orange button, click it and talk into that device, and you can leave me up to a 90-second message. I would love to know what you thought about this episode. This is episode 92, but you can also let me know what you think about any other episode. You don't even have to know the number of the episode. Let me know what you thought. Let me know your thoughts. I would love to make you part of my next podcast episode. Let me know if you want to put it on there, and give me your name so that you can be saying your name on the audio, and I will put it on my next podcast episode. I would love to have you be part of the show. You can ask me questions. You will hear your question as part of the episode, and I can answer your question. You can ask questions just in general about the podcast itself, and you can always, always ask me to cover specific topics that I haven't yet covered on the podcast. I am more than happy to do that for you at any time. Leave me a voice message or email me, listener at bonnielfrank.com. Thank you so much for being here. I love spending time with you. I will talk live audio and video all day long. I absolutely love this subject. If you have been following me for long enough, you know that I grew my entire business through live video. My entire business started on Periscope, which is now Twitter Live. And that's exactly how I built my business. I had a lot of trouble building it before that. I hopped on Twitter Live and six days later, I started landing clients. So it is totally doable. I am here to help you. Please reach out for help anytime. Thanks so much for being here.
Have a fabulous day. We'll talk soon.